0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will and I'm your host. If you're listening to the audio version, it is Friday, November 19th. Happy birthday to my cousin Aaron. My good friend Powell Baggett. And, by the way, I proposed on November 19th. I know that because I ruined both their birthdays when I proposed and stole the thunder from them. Uh, if, you're, if you're watching on YouTube, it's uh, Thursday, November 18th. And you can always watch us on YouTube when we do the pick show. At least, you know, when there's not a holiday. Thursdays, 1 p.m. Also, mock draft show with Ryan Wilson. Tuesdays, 1 p.m. live. You can hang out in the chat with us. And every night after primetime games, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, we go live on YouTube. We give away Brinson Sucks hats. So come win one of those. Someone who's always sporting a Brinson Sucks hat. In his mind, at least, actually, two people who are probably sporting him most of the time: Pete risker and RJ White. What's up, guys? You got engaged during football season? Uh, yeah. What's On a Friday. What's wrong with you?
1: What's wrong with you? You get married during football season? Engaged. Surprised. I, 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 I It might be the upset of the year that you didn't get married during football season. <laughs> actually, in
0: hindsight, <laughs> you know, if you work in football, you should get married in football season. When, that did, way you get when to- did
1: Robbie? When was Robbie born? When's Robbie's birthday?
0: January third, two thousand fourteen. The
1: next day, so you, so you had the baby during football season too. You, you don't time things very well, Brinson. RJ, no, no <laughs>
2: kidding. <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> oh,
0: oh. Um, yeah, I mean, I' sorry for not timing the baby being born correctly. Uh, actually, uh, there's a I the so Robbie was born on a Friday at like five o'clock. And then that Saturday was that crazy comeback by Andrew Luck over the Chiefs in the playoffs. Um, when I think Chip Kelly and the Eagles beat the Saints, or is it the other way around? And then the Sunday was Philip Rivers and the Chargers beat Andy Dalton. And then uh, that night was, I think, Kaepernick took down the Packers, maybe. That a, does that sound about right? Those four playoff games? Wildcard weekend, it. baby.
1: You, literal you a wild card weekend baby you had a child during football season <laughs> i mean uh,
0: my wife got pregnant and gave birth nine months later like i don't know what to tell you <laughs> That's not a, it's like
1: it's like uh, i didn't go around me, playing it that hard i'll tell you that much <laughs> me me and two of my brothers were uh all had october birthdays. so my dad was like a, a he was a new year's eve guy huh <laughs> right in there new year's Oh, oh oh
0: oh oh he's a big fan of the uh the calendar uh, turning over yeah uh, uh, i see i see what you're saying um as uh as as uh, as debo points out chip kelly never won a playoff game so i guess it was saints beat eagles then does that make sense Have to look up 2014 playoffs real quick uh, this is the best bets show we'll probably go off on a tangent as one is want to do uh but We'll dive in, give you our picks for every. Yeah, Colts 45, Chiefs 44 Saturday, Saints 26, Eagles 24, Chargers 27, Bengals 10, 49ers 23, Packers 20. Incredible weekend. Holding my little tiny son, Pete, sitting in the hospital watching Philip Rivers deliver 80 Dalton, another playoff loss. Suck it, breach, even though you're not here. <clears throat> Anywho, let's get to the bets. Or actually, let's recap last week. Try to think. How do we do? I actually don't have a recap in. Uh, how do you we do? You know how
2: you did. You had how a good we week. We, we, we all had winning records. We do good? Yeah. We all did good. Did we do you, good? You actually had a winning record. Four and one for me? Wow. Is that back-to-back good weeks for me? At this rate, you might reach 500 by the end of the season.
0: I know. <laughs> I'm actually, in, I think I'm in like fourth place against all among all experts in terms of the standings. That's how bad things are getting over at CBSSports.com. Pete, four and two. RJ, three and two. Overall records RJ 32 and 27, Pete 33 and 20. Yeah, we were, uh, 27, and 38. Good God. Uh, the won't hit parlay didn't hit because it's a won't hit parlay. We had the Packers minus three, the Saints plus all oh, the Raiders.
2: Man, I didn't put the, I didn't put that one in. You two did.
0: You you hung up the-
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you had them in on the site. That's why we, yeah. we didn't because you and Brinson yeah. both had them, and I liked them too. So
0: there was some yeah. was there an over we liked that that uh that would have come in.
2: I'm not sure. I don't anyway. know. I'm, I'm sure if we liked it, it was probably a we'll miss. Yeah, we'll get to one of these weeks. So
1: I technically have the most victories. Yes, I that's how.
0: Thirty-three is more than thirty-two.
2: And I have the, the most losses. Most loss. Yeah,
0: that's, yeah, that's, that's how that
2: works. I mean, Let's if we're just trying to pile up victories and we don't care about losses, I'll pick every single game as the best bet. If that's how it works. Look
1: at RJ. Get, <laughs> I knew
2: I could. I knew I could like that fuse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the most victories. Left. Like it, like the losses don't matter. <laughs> right. I have the most victories. Yeah.
1: No, but it was it was fun to watch your reaction. It <laughs> did. It was easy. <laughs> All right,
2: you, 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 the, you'll get a rise what? out of me when you start uh, not knowing how math works. That's that's the thing that gets me the, the worst. It is has nothing people nothing knowing do with math. How
1: math works. It's just I have the most you victories. Need to a I have the I fewest losses.
0: Huh? I have the, fewest, have the losses. fewest losses. Yeah, I got the fewest wins. Suck it, nerds. All right, let's get the this.
1: fewest wins and the most losses if you want to add that on.
0: Yes, that, that's how math works. Let's get to week 11 best bets. And we start in Minnesota where the Packers are minus two at the Vikings with an over under 49. Fun fact, in the three of the last four seasons, the team that won the Packers-Vikings game in Minnesota advanced in the NFC Championship game. And and then a fact that I looked up last night, eight out of the last 14 NFC title games have included an NFC North team. Nine total teams if you count the Bears Packers game for 2010. I kind of surprising. Kirk Cousins has actually been good against Green Bay lately. Two, three, and one, 12 to 5 TD to interception ratio and 256.3 yards per game. Pete, are you backing early afternoon? Non-primetime
1: Kirk Cousins is a dog at home. No, I am not. Um Look, primetime is one thing. Big game is another. And this is a big game. It's a huge game for for Minnesota. They have to win this game or their division hopes are done. They're going to have to hope like heck they get the wild card race. But I think the way the Green Bay defense is playing is outstanding. We haven't seen the best of the Green Bay offense yet. We know that. They've had so many injuries on that side of the ball, guys going in and out. And now Jones isn't there. So that's concerning. But I'm going to take the Packers minus the points. I think Rodgers will play well, as he always does. And I think that that defense will limit what the Vikings do. So I'm going to lay the points. Give me a best bet on the Packers minus two.
2: That Green Bay defense is playing excellent right now, despite facing Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson in their last three games. I know Russell wasn't his normal self. He rushed him. He rushed back from that injury, um, but that's still impressive to pl- as play as well as they have been considering those matchups. The offense didn't put many points on the board last week. They still had almost 400 yards, and they got there in the end. I think Minnesota can run the ball against this defense, um, but I'm not sure that if, if Rodgers is on his game and it becomes a shootout, that Kirk Cousins is going to win a shootout. Um, Minnesota's defense had a great week, but... It was torched by two good offenses prior to that, and Green Bay has Rogers, so I consider them a good offense. So I, I would lean to the Packers as well. Line was two and a half. It looks like it's coming down a little bit. Um, so it seems like the sharps are on the Vikings. So maybe we can get this closer to pick them and before we take the Packers. Uh I'd be more interested in them at that sense, but I don't really like uh the Vikings, you know. I don't think there's any value playing the Vikings right now.
0: I've got a best bet on the Packers as well. The line movement is is I mean, it's definitely terrifying because I mean you would think that. People wouldn't want to fade Aaron Rodgers. Um, I I think he's in the middle of sort of a, I I don't don't know what you call it, like an immunization uh, spite tour, whatever it is. Like he's going to go into Minnesota knowing that with everything that's going on in the NFL in, in total, but also specifically in the NFC, like the Rams are losing games. The Buccaneers just laid an egg to Washington, go into Minnesota you can one really hurt the playoff hopes of a division rival Two, you can essentially lock up the division, even if we already agree it's over. And then three, you could really put yourself in a great position to try and go get that one seat. This is a big game and Rogers is mad. He's been playing mad. He played mad against the, the Seahawks, even though they put up a great uh, defensive effort. I like AJ Dillon over rush yards in this game as well. And AJ Dillon receiving, or maybe receiving rush yards too. I mean, I don't know what Steve Dazio was doing in Boston College, but he wasn't using A.J. Dillon the right way because that guy can actually catch the ball. He's a monster to bring down, and I think he breaks out in this game shows, It shows – it makes, it makes Pack- the Packers contingent on Twitter, looking at Aaron Nagler specifically, that likes to point out how the Packers did a good job in that draft are going to be peacocking after this A.J. Dillon game, and I think Rodgers lights up the secondary. I got the Packers as a best bet in this spot
2: along with Pete steelers and I, don't the Chargers. I don't want you with me
1: i don't i'm hot right know. now i, I, want, I don't I, want I, you, I, with
2: I, you with me i have a question how much is immunization spite tour to worth to the line uh <laughs> three and a half points okay. oh no that's that's a huge swing.
0: Huh? you think aaron Rodgers gonna try harder because he had to miss a game because he was wasn't
1: vaccinated oh my gosh try harder
0: <laughs> try harder he's gonna play harder he's gonna care more pete
1: yeah i bet i bet I bet
0: he is. Steelers at the Chargers. The Chargers are minus five and a half, although this line may have moved down a little bit more. Is it getting closer to four and a half or five? I could be wrong there. Over under 47. And I think we have our first parlay action here because the Steelers are getting extra points since they're not at home, Pete. We are at home. But they anybody who calls the last game will remember that they played friggin' Renegade in the stadium as the Terrible yes. Towels were rocking that little soccer stadium. So uh, tell me why we should back the friggin'
1: back the, well, the Chargers game. It is a home game for the Steelers. There will be more Steelers fans in that place than there will be Chargers fans. And it's going to feel like a Steelers home game. Uh, I think that the, the, their defense will limit Justin Herbert. And part of the reason they will limit Justin Herbert is because Joe Lombardi and Brendan Daly limit Justin Herbert. Mm. He, he's not the same quarterback. Their offense doesn't fit what he does. Uh, he doesn't – you have these receivers outside. He doesn't drive the ball down the field. That's perfect to play against the Steelers. Steelers love that. Go ahead. Uh, play it that way. And I think they're going to be able to run. Look at the yards per attempt rushing that the Chargers give up. It's, it's not quite five right now. It went down a little bit. But four-nine, close to five, I think the Steelers are going to run, 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 and control the clock. No matter who played quarterback, and I think they not only cover this number, I think they win the game outright.
2: Yeah, this line started at four, and uh, when it became clear that Big Ben wasn't necessarily guaranteed to come back, it moved up. And I think that's what happened with Rodgers last week. You know, We weren't sure he was for sure coming back, and then the line moved up. But I, I think Ben's probably back in this game. Um, it, it'll be tough to cover, I think, with Big Ben's out. But either way, Pittsburgh's game plan will be just to run Najee, because Pete's right. Chargers rushed the 30-second in yards per rush, 30-second in rush attempts. People know what their weakness is, and they attack it. Um, and that lines up with what Pittsburgh wants to do. Um, so I, I think the movement is because of that that Ben News and what's happening there um, on Pittsburgh. Would I have Pittsburgh as a best bet, too, because the Chargers placed Bosa and Tillery on the COVID-19 list. So it's like that's a big – makes things a lot easier for Pittsburgh if you don't have to deal with Joey Bosa. Um, The Chargers offense struggled against mediocre Minnesota defense last week, even with Minnesota's defensive line injuries. They lost their – their top defensive uh, pass rusher. And um, so if TJ Watt misses this game, I don't know that necessarily that Pittsburgh sunk and he might not even miss time. That, that injury might be not as bad as it seemed initially. So you're right. This will be a home game for Pittsburgh. There's no way they should be laying five and a half. I think the money line is a great play because you're getting value there, but I love getting the points as a best bet. So Pittsburgh plus five and a half is one of my best bets too.
0: Yep. I got a Steelers as well. Chargers suck against the run, As RJ pointed out, 32nd in DVOA, um, and you lose Tillery and Joey Bosa more than likely. Although I think Bosa is eligible to play, even though he's not vaccinated. Did I read that
1: right? That he's got to the, pass the test, I think. He's a close contact.
0: Oh, right, right. He didn't test positive. He's a close contact non-vaccination. So he's got to pass negative tests. He could still play. Um, I, maybe I, I think Tillery is actually out, right? Because he's a positive test. Am I, am I wrong? I mean, the, the, anyway, at any rate, anyway, I don't care if they're both in. I still like the Steelers. This again, home game for Pittsburgh. It will be tons of Steelers fans there. This is a just a bad matchup for the Chargers. They are terrible against the run. The Steelers want nothing more than to feed Najee Harris. Big Ben's playing pretty well the last few weeks, and uh, I like the uh, I like the Steelers to win this game outright. Are you on?
1: Are you on a, a best bet with them too? Yep. Oh God. Let's right, put in the parlay.
2: He's hot. Let him without-
0: you should be mad that I, I should be mad that you're on your your stinky a, stinky rotten apple ass is on my picks because I went
1: four and two. La- I went four and two last week. Not you four and one. <laughs> oh my god! What's son?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: R.J., are you happy he's with us on the Steelers pick?
2: He's hot now. We got to ride it while he's hot. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I, I run better. hot and I run cold. I run real hot and real yeah.
1: cold. You were hot last week. You're going cold this week. Which means our. Picks. I mean, I just
2: assume since we didn't see him on the on the rundown that Debo sent, I just assume he made that pick after he saw our picks. So
1: I actually I actually had him down on my on. A, a, what, is it the notepad? You, you know what, last night? RJ, that's a good point. You would think that you know, as the host of this podcast, that when everybody's stuff is on the rundown, you would think that the host would have his picks in there. He hasn't had him in there since we've been doing this. Okay, one that's not true. But ironically, I will say, and
0: Debo, you can back me up here. I did a ton of you prep back work back. for this specific podcast. And just the one thing I didn't do was send in my best bets. Debo's.
2: Over, over under 102 PM Eastern time today, that Brinson sent his best bets. <laughs> uh, I'll
0: take it's 103. <laughs> 104. So do I, win? Oh, 104. <laughs> I swear to God, I had them on my notepad. It's amazing. I, I, and I didn't it's know which ones were. Because I built up my rundown last night. I spent all day right, doing some stuff for work and doing some stuff around the house. Raking some leaves, vacuuming the living room. I pressed the button on the room, but I let him vacuum. But you get the point. Colts at Bills. Bills minus seven over under fifty. Uh, this is the the most surprising stat I saw in our research packet. The Bills are one and two against teams with a winning record, and five and one against teams with a um, uh, five and one t- against teams with a losing record. In fairness, the Colts are zero and four against. Oh, excuse me. Yes, 5-1 five, five, against teams with a losing record. The Colts also own 4 against teams with a winning record. Pete, do we get the elite Bills or the old 69 Jaguars lost Bills in this matchup?
1: We're getting the elite Bills. I, I, I Look, I don't know how elite that they are right now. They're not playing to that, even though they, were, they played the Jets and that was a perfect tune-up last week. The Colts aren't that good. I mean, the Colts are not – look, they can run the ball a little bit. The Bills are good against the run. They're they're good defense – and they're going to put it on Carson Wentz, and, and I think that for this spot, I don't want to lay the big number, but I'll take them as part of a teaser. Uh, I'll lay the one, but I I think the Colts are frauds. I really do. I think they're they're not. That's not a good football team, uh, and and so I think the Bills will rock them a little bit here. I'll take I'll, I'll put them. In, I was a little leery of the seven and a half, but I'll I'll knock it down to one and a half and take the take them as part of the teaser
2: those have actually played a lot of bad defenses, a lot of bad teams. This is really the first true test, I think, of whether the offense is actually fixed. I don't count what they did against the Jets. Indy struggled to put Jacksonville away. There's still two overtime losses away from seven straight wins. Um, so if they were coming off of seven straight wins instead of, you know, they were 5-0 in regulation and then those two ties – um, I think we'd we like them a little more. We rag on wins for those terrible interceptions against Tennessee, and we think that, oh, it's uh, that's kind of the trademark. A quarterback that was a bad interception in their own side of the field, they're like, oh, he just winced it. But he only has three interceptions all year, and he has 17 touchdowns. So it's not like he's doing this every week. It was just that one isolated bad game where where the picks happened. And then on the the Indy defensive line, Quitty plays playing very well on the Indy defensive line. I think the key to slowing Josh Allen is pressure with the front four, and Indy might be able to get more than we think. Uh, Spencer Brown, I think the uh, the right tackle might be out for for Buffalo here. I think the news just came across Twitter as we were recording that, that there's issue there, so um, that would make it a little easier. And uh, I think it likely gets a seven and a half. I'm more apt to play Indy at seven and a half than I am to tease Buffalo down like Pete is. So if it gets a seven and a half again, I'm probably playing Indy. But right now, it's it's just a lean Indy for me. Give me the Bills minus seven best bet. The Colts are
0: fine, they're not great. The Bills, I mean, I don't I, I think that we'll get an elite offensive performance from the Bills. They are again when you look at how these teams match up, you know, it's sort of similar to the Chargers and the Steelers, right? The Chargers are terrible against the run. Steelers are a great run team. It's just sort of a bad matchup, like Ravens and, and Chargers was a few weeks ago. The Bills can wing the ball all over the place. The Colts secondary is a disaster. Um, the Bills have gotten back to what being the sort of defensive team that they were prior to 2020, which sort of looks like a fluke at this point. They lead the NFL in points per game, yards per play, yards per game, passing yards, yards per play allowed, passing touchdowns, interception, third down conversions, and explosive plays on defense. This is, a, this is the best defense in football. If that Jaguars loss was just some random blip, and a fluke occurrence, and I think it was, then, I, then we need to believe in the Bills as substantially better than they're being given credit for. This is going to be an, a nasty just you know, fall Buffalo weather. I think the Bills run up the score on the Colts, and if Carson Wentz is forced to drop back and try and come back against Buffalo's secondary, it will get ugly, and the Bills will rout them. Give me the Bills minus seven as a best bet. Saints at Eagles. Fighting Jalen Hurts, minus one and a half. By the way, this is incredible. The Saints are 23-6 and six on the road the last four years. That is ridiculous. Like, that's an obscene number in terms of, like, a win-loss to- win loss record on the road. If the Saints lose here, it's their first three-game losing streak uh, since 2016-2017. Do the Saints lose in Philadelphia as one and a half point dogs, Pete?
1: I don't think they do lose, but just to be safe, I put him as the back end of the teaser with the Bills, and I'll I'll take him with seven and a half. Um, I I just think that's too much. The defense is good. Look, Hertz has played much better uh, in recent weeks. He's getting much more confidence the way he's playing, but I think the Saints are in a desperate situation here. Uh, They are playing consecutive road games, which I don't like, but I think Sean Payton's great in this role. He'll get this team fired up. I I just didn't want to take him – uh, with the point and a half, but I will take them with the seven and a half as the back end of my teaser.
2: I think you're safe taking the one and a half. Um, I also teased it, though, um, just to get it through seven, I think was great. Look ahead was pick them, and so the market is over responding, I think, to last week's outcomes. Philly dominated a shorthand defensive uh, Denver offensive line. Um, you know, three guys were missing there. We figured that that was going to happen. Uh, New Orleans, I think, deserved the win against Tennessee. They got job by some bad Referee calls, and they actually outplayed them. I think they all them by 100-something yards. So I think the Saints actually were the better team in that game, and they, they were unlucky not to have a win there. New Orleans defense is first in yards per rush. So Philly won't be able to just focus on running the ball. That's where their identity has come the last few weeks, is just you know running and running and running and having success with it. This is not the team you want to do that against. So are they going to you know if if they try that and it doesn't work are they going to keep trying it because it has worked or are they going to be able to throw the ball even if they want to you know so we'll see um i don't think the interior the defensive uh, the philly defensive line can dominate new orleans offensive line like they did in recent wins so i do think new orleans is going to win this game but like i said tease it up to plus seven and a half it just makes too much sense at this number
0: yeah i mean i i started to look at a teaser last night but then i just gave up um those the teaser that you guys have with the with the Bills and Saints teaser I like a lot. I mean that's that makes a lot of sense to me in terms of teams that I think will win or at least the Saints will keep it close. To to RJ's point, the the you know it's a, the Eagles have found their rushing attack. They they're top five in rush attempts, yards per rush, first down runs, and rushing touchdowns. But you know what? Saints have um, maybe the best rush defense in football. By the way, points per drive, yards per drive, up. Since Jameis left Trevor Simeon is Trevor Simeon. Sean Payton's new franchise quarterback. Did he stumble into that one? Is he going to keep Philip Rivers on the sidelines? Cause he's just too good.
2: Maybe. Can he, um, can he catch a pass? If he can catch a pass, then, then I'm sure Sean Payton will love him. <laughs> no kidding. They need somebody. Um, by the way, Sean Payton coach of the year bets.
0: Not a bad idea here. If uh, what 12, 15, 20 to one, somewhere in that range.
2: I mean, it's got to be Kingsbury or Rabel at this point.
0: If Rabel gets the one seed, probably. But if Sean Payton, I don't Look think at Rabel's win. schedule, he's getting the one seed. More than likely, yes. They also lost to the Jets, so who knows? Just saying.
1: Yeah, it was a while ago.
0: I'm just saying Sean Payton's not a crazy bet for that spot. I I wouldn't hate it. I like the Saints as the best bet. So we've got, are we doing Saints as uh, Saints in the parlay? Do it. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Steelers and Saints, two dogs. Ooh, spicy. If we get another dog in this, can't, can't, Hit parlay. If we get three dogs for the first time all year.
2: We're d- I'm money lining it too. Feeling frisky. I mean, 49ers. we might as to go. We might as well go back to Packers and be that third if we don't. Well, don't uh, agree on anything else. I don't want Pete to uh, accuse us of picking the wrong. You well, know, I guess Pete's going to stick around. Well, this time. Be, I'm going to be here this time. <laughs> right. Right. He's not I just leave. didn't want that flag from Pete. That's all you, I you wanted know. to
1: I didn't pick the Raiders. My parlay hit. You, you, you trying to make me leave, RJ? Is that what, you, <laughs> what you're trying to no, do? No no, 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 We know you'll leave at the first you get. You get. will
0: we'll run out the door in a heartbeat. Pete's going out for a pack of cigs. He'll be right back. <laughs> no, that's you.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, 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 not me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah dad went out for a pack Pete went out for a pack of six and he never came back never never had one of those in my mouth did no, you just was... call pete dad
0: <laughs> i was the dad yes it
1: was, <laughs>
0: i thought it'd be funny it didn't really land 49ers minus six at the jaguars over under 45 Look, we don't need to rehash who said what prior to the rams 49ers game just yeah you know, know that the 49ers got back in it in a big way, but yeah, this, yeah. Actually, I
1: thought the Rams would whack him. I was wrong. You can yeah, cash I it. I, I, Look, I, I know you, you said it to everybody in, in, in the world. I mean, we just was trying to get
0: you worked up on HQ with Brady,
1: <laughs> and it didn't work. Instead, I took a shot at you on there. So, I, so I, I
0: appreciate that.
1: You said, and I took a shot, I took a shot at you in my picks too. So, you I, did? Oh, yeah, you and Brady both. Oh, interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, look, the 49ers got right, but. It's not like they're just back all of a sudden. And this, I mean, this reeks of a trap game, doesn't it, Pete? You're going to Jacksonville, long road trip, six-point favorite.
1: Short week, week. long road trip. And if you go back and look at all the teams that won big games this year, big games, they put a lot into them. The following week, they flopped. And I'm going to play that again. I'm going to play a flop. Uh, You know, here's the other thing. The 49ers want to run the ball. We know that. The Jaguars have given up 89 yards on the ground the last three games. You know, a total I mean, an average of 89 yards. They're, they're not a bad run defense, and I think they're going to limit the run defense, and, and they're going to put it on Garoppolo, and, and I think that defense is playing well. Look, Jacksonville's offense isn't very good either right now. Now, uh, now but, in, in fairness, they got gassed by the Colts last week. They No, they didn't. Not after, no, no, after the first— Like 80 rushing yards in the first quarter. And then it was done. Then he did nothing. Okay. Go look. He did nothing. I'm telling you, he didn't get gashed, and it was one long run— anything against, but they'll limit them in the run game. And, but the Jaguars' offense is so bad, that's the concern for me because nobody runs. But I'm still going to take the six at home. I just think this is a natural spot for a team on going west to east to let down.
2: Yeah, it is a clear letdown spot for San Francisco after that primetime win over a rival. Jacksonville's D is slowly getting better. I have to think Trevor Lawrence is going to get better at some point, too, and that offense is going to improve. But I can't possibly play Jacksonville, even if they've covered the last two, and I don't see any value in San Francisco at this number. So this is a complete stay away from me. I'm not going to be on this. I might lean to the under just thinking if the Jaguars are able to uh, to stifle that San Francisco run and Grapple has a little, you know, isn't able to throw however much he wants and that Jacksonville offense, I don't know if they're getting anything done. So maybe the under for me, but but I'm probably staying away from this game.
0: Yeah, I um I think I picked the 49ers in our picks, but I mean, again, like you said, short week, long road trip across the country, you're playing a bad team and you know that you're coming back with games against the Vikings, Seahawks, Bengals. I mean, like, I guess, I mean, at this point, everything is kind of a must-win game for the 49ers, but this does feel like a letdown spot uh, to a degree. I I think that under is probably a good look. I would take the 49ers here if I'm picking the game just because I don't trust Jacksonville. And Jimmy Garoppolo is actually playing pretty good football the last few weeks throwing it around, if, if they come out and they're a, a, a throw-first team and just use a bunch of motion and let Jimmy G get the ball to Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel in space early on, it, they'll they'll get a lead and they can just run. I think Elijah Mitchell might play, maybe not. Maybe it's Trace Sermon week, finally, week 11. Wouldn't that be
1: something? It's
0: probably now, not. You've been begging Jeff Wilson if week. He's
1: been, be- he's been begging for Trey Sermon for a long time.
2: Yeah,
0: my best ball teams would appreciate it. It's
1: not going to happen. At
0: any rate, I, uh, think- I would go 49ers here.
2: Yeah, I think if you want to back Pete's play of long road trip coming off a prime time, bad spot for them, play the Jacksonville on the uh, on, on the uh, first quarter line or the first half line, especially first quarter. I think they're plus one and a half because if San Francisco's going to be sleepy, it's going to be early on in that game. So um, you probably get some good good value there playing Jacksonville early in the game.
0: Yeah, that's a good call. Um, I, it, there is a chance San Francisco, San Francisco could just run away with it and then their ears back against Trevor Lawrence, and that's a problem. Um, you got a best bet on the Jaguars, right, Pete?
1: I do. I okay. got a best bet on the Jaguars.
0: Uh, Ravens minus four and a half at the bears. A lot of road chalk this week, a little scary over under 45. A couple fun facts for you. The Ravens haven't beaten the bears since 2009 Cutler versus Flacco. The Ravens have trailed in five of their six wins this year. The bears have not scored 25 points yet in a home game so far this season. Lamar and Hollywood 14 completions of 20 plus yards. Only Stafford and Cooper cup are better. And Lamar is on pace for 1,207 rush yards. This year, which would set the record that he owned from 2019, he is actually the most blitz quarterback in the NFL, and is not is much better when teams don't blitz. The Bears are the second lowest blitzing team in
1: the league. So, Pete, do they change things up, or does Lamar have a field day here? No, I think they change things up. Uh, I think that blueprint last week for Miami was outstanding, and you can't do the exact same thing. But it was clear that they couldn't handle them. Uh, with all those looks that they showed him and dropping out and sending different guys and overloading and everything else. So I think that is the book on them. And they never adjusted. I mean, Greg Roman had a terrible day. He had a terrible Awful. day calling plays. And, and so we'll see if he adjusts here. But I, I still think the Bears are the play here. I think I don't think that Ravens' defense is that good. And, and so I, Fields will get him outside with his legs. He'll use his – you know, and he looked much better against Pittsburgh. So for that reason, uh, combined with the defense, I'm going to take – the bears plus the four and a half in this one.
2: The Baltimore That's defense right. has been pretty bad. Six point two yards per play allowed. 29th in net yards per pass attempt. I think the opportunity is there if Chicago plays well. Um, Chicago should have won before the bye. They should have beat Pittsburgh, but they got job by the refs. Uh, second time I said that now this this podcast. Uh, but I do wonder if the break throws off the rhythm of Fields. He had been improving as a passer. Now he has to sit for a week. They don't get any practice. They you know because of the the rules of the new CBA, um, you know they they don't get to do anything. Um, and that might have been, be affecting teams. We might be overvaluing how by teams come out of the buy because post by teams this year are five ten and one against a spread. And one of those wins was against another post by team. It was Washington last week against Tampa. So that, you, somebody's going to win against the spread, especially when the, the line's on a half half point there. Um, so Chicago D has faced a lot of stationary quarterbacks this year. Our, you know, If they do change things up and counter Lamar, they might be effective. But I think it's a shock having to play a guy like that. I think the Baltimore defense could tear up a bad Chicago O-line. And I don't know if Fields will be able to handle pressure. So um, my lean probably is to Baltimore. The line's coming down. It seems like the Sharps are backing the Bears. So um, I probably need a little bit more value to play Baltimore. Baltimore, but if this line before Sunday gets down to three and a half or so, I'm going to be looking at Baltimore.
0: Yeah. Same on the Ravens. I, you know, I think we, I think our picks against spread for the site is Ravens minus six, and it's already come down a point and a half. F- Justin Fields has been much better lately. I don't know that he's necessarily, you know, taking huge strides as a passer so much as um, <laughs> they add, like Matt Nagy's accidentally taking the reins off and letting him run around. Um, It, it would be lovely if they would actually utilize, uh, you know, Fields, abilities in their offense and they just won't do it. And it's been multiple weeks and it's very frustrating. The bears have the ninth lowest red zone efficiency on offense. The Ravens have the fourth highest red zone efficiency on defense and the third highest red zone efficiency on offense. I think that may be the flipper here. Um, And again, the bears don't want to blitz. I don't think they magically just start firing guys at Lamar Jackson and Lamar has been carving up teams that don't send pressure on him. So give me the Ravens to cover here, but not as a best bet. The giants you know the Buccaneers haven't played at home since October 24th. It's a long time. This will be their first home game. It's Monday night. It's prime time. Tom Brady after his bedtime, but he's an
1: 11.5.: What's that? They did have a buy. They did have a buy. I mean, but you don't,
0: that, you,
1: you don't. I know, go. but I mean, you play a couple road games and you have a buy. That's October 24th.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a pretty long time for no home game. And Bucs Bucks fans are probably thirsty for some Tom Brady in their
1: lives. I'm not saying no, it's They bad. weren't thirsty the for they, they weren't, a while,
2: especially they coming up a couple what, losses.
1: They weren't thirsty for what they saw last week. No, no, they're <laughs> not.
0: No. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Tom Brady's been too busy doing a ten-part documentary series for ESPN Plus.
1: The man in the arena. Tom he Brady. got jumpy. He got jump last week. Jumpy last week. It was early, early in the game. He started. You, you can always tell when Tom Brady's going to go bad when he starts getting jumpy and pouting and going to the sidelines with the baby faces and everything else. You knew it was a. I'm telling you, go back and watch the game, and he's got the jumpy, pouty face going, and he gets so ma- – it's just like you've seen it over the it's, years.
0: It's like with Rodgers when Rodgers just like F it and just starts like chunking stuff deep and is like, right. you know what? You if these it. don't hit, I'm out. I'm done for the day. Right.
1: You can see it. You can yeah. see it. Last week he got a little, a little pouty, and they didn't play very well. I think they'll win the game here, but I'm, this number is way too bloated for my liking. I, I just I, I haven't seen enough from the Bucs, particularly on defense. I mean, they're not good on defense right now. And, and so I think that the Giants coming off their bye will hang around in this game uh, and keep it within this number. I, you know, maybe they, the Bucks win by a touchdown, but you're going to give me 11. I'm going to make the Giants the best bet.
2: I think the Giants uh, have too many issues to fix during the bye. And like I said, the bye teams haven't been playing well coming off the bye. Uh, and um, are, if teams are largely coming back from the bye rusty and not playing well, do you really trust the Giants coaching staff to avoid that and be on top of their games? I don't know that that's the coaching staff I think will do that. Um, I think it's a nice bounce back spot for Tampa after back-to-back losses. Um, and the Giants these struggles when not facing Darnold. They've been carved up by a lot of quarterbacks that aren't Sam Darnold. Um, and Tom Brady's about his. Not Sam Darnold as you can get. Um, so I, I think that if I'm going to play this, it's the the Buccaneers. I think it might come down a little bit. So, uh, you know, hopefully you can get a, 10 and a half, 10 um, because I think it might have been 11 and a half, and it started to creep down because people are, are valuing the Giants off by. And uh, yeah, people want to play against Tom Brady because it's past his bedtime or whatever. In these late games, they just come off of two straight losses. Those neither of those were in prime time, so it's not like it's indicative of well, if he's playing in prime time, he's probably going to lose, and if he's not, he's probably going to win. Because we saw last two weeks it hasn't mattered. So I think they come out of the out of those two losses mad and looking to get back on track. And this could be like that Giants Rams game where where things just fell apart for the Giants after they went bad in the first half and uh, Rams could name their score after that.
0: Yeah, that's kind of my fear. I, I mean, I looked at this game and immediately it was like, 11, are you serious? Like, shouldn't this be nine and a half? Like, you know, draw some money in on the bucks. I, I think that they want all the money on the Giants in a primetime spot. And it is like, again, the last time they played at home, the bucks did 38 to 3 against the bears. I mean, they mauled them and Tom Brady coming off back-to-back losses is not going to be a happy camper. You know, he in if he can name, like RJ said he can name his score against the Giants secondary if he if he chooses because it's a primetime game, I'm going to take the Giants plus 11 but not as the best bet. I just I had a a kind of a hard time doing it. Just it, I think it's pretty important to see the injury report too because if it's just Mike Evans And like Cameron Brate, then I don't feel quite as confident about Tom Brady opening it up and and letting that offense lose. Now, if Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown are back, uh, Rob Gronkowski, that's a different story. So want to see the injury report. Lean towards the Giants. Don't feel good about it. Petrified of Tom Brady. A pissed off Tom Brady. Let's take a break. And when we come back, Pete and I will go, or RJ and I will go head to head on a best bet for the highest profile game of the week. Next.
2: Visit RobertHalf.com today.
0: Cowboys at Chiefs. Is this game on Fox. It's on Fox, isn't it?
2: This is on CBS. Uh, I don't. I think. I think it's Fox. It's, it's Fox. Fox.
1: It's Fox. Yeah, it's Fox. Okay.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that'll be the Buck and Aikman the game. They're calling this so other new Patriots Falcons, and then Cowboys Chiefs. That is a. This is a whopper of a game. The totals fifty six. Chiefs are minus two and a half. Very curious to know, uh, RJ, what was the look ahead line for this prior to the Chiefs taking care of biz against the Raiders?
2: This was same line two and a half. Okay.
1: I guess Worthy. the Cowboys kind of laid the it. Cowboys were so good the week before. <laughs> Cowboys, <laughs> <laid it>. Cowboys, <laughs>
2: <good>. Cowboys <laughs> essentially
0: got skunked by the Broncos. Um, I mean, look, this is if this game doesn't have 60 plus points in it, I think it'll be wildly disappointing. And the pathway for that is probably Pete for the Cowboys to run the heck out of the ball? Oh, it looks like – Oh, uh, Pete, wait, actually, maybe Pete and I are head-to-head. Who's got the teaser? No. Who's, who's got the Cowboys? pj has got the
1: – I got both. RJ's got the – he's got Ooh.
0: both. Oh, oh, so oh, I thought it was a typo. Oh. All right, well, Pete, I'll let you go first. What do
2: you like in this game? Let RJ go first. He's got the best bets on. All. all right, RJ. I got the Chiefs. Tell me why I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I can see that Princeton's got the Chiefs. They fixed everything. It was one week. They got to play the Raiders, and the offense is now completely fixed. The whole for the last two months didn't happen. You know, we, we can just rule out the whole, you know, first half of the season. Patrick Mahomes is going to win MVP. Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Princeton's back on board. Our um, Chiefs a better team. I mean, the market decided that after one week of looking normal that they are. I have more belief in Dallas after how they looked the entire season. They played, came out of the gate strong, could have beat the Buccaneers in week one on the road. And um, they've been played well ever since, except for that one Denver game. They got caught off guard. Mahomes struggled with turnovers in the first half of the year. Dallas defense has been turnover machines. The, ch- the Chiefs defense looks like they're getting better. But, um, you know, is it good enough to limit this lead offense? I don't think it is. Uh, I think Dallas wins this game. I think they're the better team. I don't think home field is worth two and a half. Um, so I think there, there's a value taking Dallas plus two and a half. But this is a clear teaser line also. So I teased it up to Dallas plus eight and a half, paired it with the Saints. Um, and, but I would play Dallas Moneyline, too. Hopefully we can get three, but, but I would play Dallas money line too.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm on the other side. I, I'll take the Chiefs. I, look, I don't love the Chiefs in this spot, but, but I, I also think we Dallas a couple weeks ago was just dreadful. I mean, they were awful. And, and so I worry about that a little bit. It's a tough place to play. I think the Chiefs found something finally on offense by being patient. That was something they had to do. They started working the run game. Then they worked the middle of the field. Then they worked the shots down the field. And I think that worked for them last week. I'll, I'll take – I think the Cowboys' defense is a little overrated. I'll take the Chiefs minus the points. And I do like the over, and I know that looks so PD Public, like you say, Clinton, but I can't <laughs> – You're making a already, man. You no, I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the over and the, and the Chiefs in the game, but I'm not making either one a best bet.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is – this is like – if you bet the under on this game you just aren't you're not a fun person. I mean, you might you might win money and it might come under but like you're rooting against the Cowboys and Chiefs scoring 30 points apiece or somebody dropping 40 on you. know. I mean like come on. I mean, RJ, you wouldn't
2: take the under here, right?
0: You put, you wouldn't put it take a 56 right? and a half.
2: You put a 56 and a half, I'll think about it. Because I mean that Chiefs offense, it's been one week. So I mean they were they're scoring 14 against Green Bay and, and you know three against Tennessee or whatever. I mean, that's a team that's really gonna come in here and just you know, start him at 30 and then we'll we'll go up from there. You know, I just don't know. Uh I saw hey Debo scroll over to I, I can't stand how
0: Caesars does the the team titles, but scroll over to the uh away. So it says away, that's where like the team total is. Um if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. I I mean 26 i love uh move that little slider up to 27 and see what the juice is because i, I think 20 if you can get maybe maybe you can't do two oh no that's that's alternate away see what scroll down a little bit see what dallas is uh 27 and a half i still i'm fine with 27 and a half for dallas i think they get four touchdowns it's plus money or actually i guess you just bet over three and a half touchdowns at plus 145 are they really not scoring
2: four touchdowns in this game Maybe not. They, Maybe they under- should. I mean, we'll we'll see. You know, Chiefs' defense has been better, so we'll see if if this is. I think their first huge test. You know, Jordan Love isn't a test, so we'll we'll see if if they can. Uh, you know, keep it going here. Pete, do you think it matters at all, or is beneficial at all that? And I and
0: I and I asked this knowing that um, Dan Quinn has not been running necessarily his traditional system, the cover three stuff, all season long with Dallas but going from Gus Bradley like like everybody's figured out the Chiefs and then they immediately get Gus Bradley and then Dan Quinn do you think it's beneficial for Patrick Mahomes getting two guys who come from the same system
1: yeah but they're not playing the same anymore you know yeah. that's one thing i was talking to a couple people in the league last week and they said the biggest difference on defense now is that everybody's changing up and you have to you have to change up if you just sit you know Seattle did it for so long because they had the great players. If you don't have right. the great players, you, they were able to rush with four. If you can't rush with four consistently in the NFL, you can't play cover three. You can't just play right. off coverage. You get so, picked apart. Yeah, so I, I know. I, I mean, maybe it's a little bit of an advantage, but he, he's faced Gus Bradley his whole career, right? For most of it, a couple of years, three years, he plays faced him in. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, in, uh, in Los Angeles. No, I mean, I, I just.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, look, look, Gus didn't have a great plan, and um adams got smoked on sunday I, I look i i one of the things about the chief stevens too by the way i thought this is a good note from our research team sliding chris jones inside uh basically since they got melvin ingram and they can rush him on the edge um chris jones has lined up on the interior of 62 of 74 snaps featuring melvin ingram since week nine that's 83.8 percent and since week nine jones has three quarterback hits and seven pressures the only two players in football Interior lineman that is, that have more pressures are Jeffrey Simmons and DeForest Buckner.
1: So Chris Jones getting By back. By the way, that, wasn't, that had nothing to do with Melvin Ingram. That was happening anyways. He was a disaster as a defense. Yeah, they need, I mean, he just he needs to, to be move inside. inside. He's much better, mean, better inside. Bad coaching decision, bad bad thought to move him out there. He's an inside Steve,
0: Spe- Steve Spaggs was about to get fired and was like, all right, let's move player who's good at this position back to said position and make
1: yourself well yeah no but you're making yourself weak at two different two, two of the two positions he's not he, dominant inside average at outside
2: uh the other thing next, too that next, is oh, sorry go ahead next Ari. up they're gonna put a uh, tyron Mathieu at defensive end that, that's Who? your next tyron <laughs> Tyron Mathieu.
0: you know have we talked about this <laughs> this is how john breach says tyron matthew tyron Mathieu. what is wrong with that He's what is wrong with him I, Tyron
2: Mathai, you- I mean,
0: who says it like that? <laughs> um, uh, I, the one injury to watch if you like the Cowboys in this spot, and I do agree that the Cowboys as a teaser is a really good uh, way to go because I mean, it should be like if the Cowboys are down ten and they got the ball, they're no, going to the find the Cowboys really- in the teaser
1: is fine. I yeah, think for sure. I just worry more if they lose by three or four. Tyron Smith,
0: just watch Tyron Smith on the injury report. He matters in a game like this, so make sure he yeah, does he's- matter. If he's playing, that's that's obviously much, much better if you are a Cowboys backer. The WFTs. Oh, ho, 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 Pete. Are you ready for some revenge game talk? Because we got revenge at the wazoo in Charlotte this weekend. Cam Newton's back. Panthers fans are going nuts. And you know he's start facing his first start back with the Panthers since 2019. His old coach, Ron Rivera. I don't is even know if he's
1: going to revenge-, revenge here. Is it a revenge for Ron Rivera, too? Yes, of exactly. course it is. They fired him. I, so, so it, it's offset That It doesn't matter. No, no,
0: no. It's it's cascading into a tornado of revenge. Uh, revenge. Everyone's going to hard. try so much harder.
1: Look, I, I'm the, I, the Washington football team, to me, without the – and granted, Chase Young wasn't very good. I mean, he only had one and a half sacks. Not like he was lighting things up. But you don't have two pass rushers. It's not like Carolina's the drop back and throw it around team either. But you did take those two guys out of the lineup, now you're down the – I mean, these guys are – the guys that are playing now are picked up off the scrap heap. And so, no, one's a late-round pick and one's two-hill, and he's, can't, he's an average guy. You're going to be able to move the ball on them. And I think Cam will play okay in this game. All he has to do is manage the game because their defense has been so good lately, and I think their defense is getting better. So I'll take Carolina minus the points. I don't love it as the best bet, but I'll take Carolina
2: look ahead was Carolina minus two market clearly believes that cam changes the trajectory for this team I don't know how good he's going to be after a week plus of practice if you're taking all the snaps and we assume he's starting in this game uh Carolina is getting more respect for beating Colt McCoy than Washington is for beating Tom Brady since the market's moving it uh, so much for Carolina I think everybody's just discounting that Washington win as who cares you know it's Brady had a bad game uh I am worried about the state of Washington's pass rush but they still have the guys on the interior they can clog up the middle of the field that the middle of the line and um you know I don't think that that uh, Panthers, um, you know Cam. That's the, what he wants to do is rush in there. And if it comes to big stops, you know on fourth down where he's sneaking the ball, you want to cap those guys in the middle instead of the end. Anyway, I think two was closer to the right number than three and a half. Once they get over the field goal, I knew I was going to take Washington, so I got a best bet on Washington plus three and a half. This just seems like a clear field goal game to me, and the market overreacted to this one.
0: I'm taking the Panthers in this spot and. If I take the Panthers as the best bet, I think I did take the Panthers as the best bet. I that I
1: thought about it.
0: I thought about it, but I didn't do it. You know why, Pete? Too much revenge on Ron Rivera's mind. If it were another coach, if it was like
1: Jack, so DeRio, Ron Rivera's Ron Rivera's revenge is greater than Cam Newton's revenge against Ron Rivera. Is that what you're saying? Well, Cam Newton's also getting revenge against his own
0: team. See, so he's got to get revenge on them for cut for cutting him. So he's going to try harder to remind them that they cut him. And he's getting okay. revenge against Ron Rivera, which outweighs, okay. as you know,
1: two two against one, outweighs the right. single revenge. Well, Jack Del Rio once was fu- left. He was the defensive coordinator in, in Carolina.
2: And Curtis Samuel not ahead. resigned by the Panthers. A lot of revenge. What if what if, Wa- what if Washington signs Alex Smith on Friday and then uh, he gets a little rushing touchdown and rips his helmet off and screams, I'm back. Do uh, What's the narrative there?
1: <laughs> that, uh, well, he was... I, Counting counting that fifteen yard penalty, he was in the plus for seven yards because he had twenty two total yards. Look, I look,
0: I don't, I don't think the Cam <laughs> Newton, is, I don't think Cam Newton is going to drastically and magically alter uh, this this offense. Actually, you know what? I do. Actually, screw that. You know, the I best do... thing about the best thing about Cam Newton, he's not Sam Darnold. Yes, basically, <laughs> he's not Sam Darnold, and you can mitigate the lack of offensive line by using Cam in the run game. And Cam is just Cam's, – Cam's back. Cam is back to take some punishment. He's back to win some football games. And he's not going to be scared of running the football, of doing crazy stuff. And I'm telling you, man, I'm going to have the TV up. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a Panthers fan anymore. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy when the Panthers are good. It's, it's fun. But I'm not, like, a Panthers fan. But I might be a Panthers fan on Sunday. I mean – Aside you know, from Moten,
1: though, that offensive line is bad.
0: Oh, it's terrible. But when Cam comes out of that tunnel on Sunday – like, like, that place is going to be packed and loud, and I'm excited Maybe for it. you should
1: it. get in the car and go over there and cover it for us.
0: That's uh, so – well, no. <laughs> you know, I would, but I got to go back down RJ, there on like Wednesday. That, huh? I got to go back it. down there on Wednesday. So I'm <laughs> not driving all the way down there on Sunday. RJ, what do you
2: think, What do you think,
1: RJ? Do <laughs> you like that?
2: Yeah, I don't huh? think there's there's less chance of that happening than Alex Smith getting <laughs> re-signed. <laughs> do,
0: you know how, do you know how much – like, it, like it's, it's not – it was – the mileage alone. If I have to like submit mileage, I'm not taking a train
1: down there because I mean, you know. I when, I when I drove to Tampa for for the mini camps and stuff. I in training camp I submitted my mileage. Yeah. And when you submit
0: your mileage, like hey, I covered the Panthers re- Washington game. Oh, I almost said the R word. I Damn, covered. it the- coming back. <laughs> Come on! I'm yeah, you, to like, you want a column for me from Bank of America <laughs> Stadium? <A> little date <laughs> night. <nine>?
2: Don't worry, <don't laughs> Pete. We have a real journalist in in Jonathan Jones to cover these. things. He lives of things, in so. New York.
0: He's not in Charlotte. <laughs> he's not in Charlotte either. Sold his place in Charlotte. JJ JJ abandoned us and went to. The, he's a Northerner now. Uh, anyway, I like the Panthers in this spot. I think it's a. I think I, that place is going to be rocking. And Washington's not good. Uh, and the secondary's bad. Panthers defense going to have a field day. Two defensive touchdowns for the Panthers in this game. That's my prediction. Old prediction.
1: Can't wait to see your one-on-one
0: with Cam after the game. I mean, if, so, if they want me to go down to cover I'll go cover <laughs> I'm, <laughs> not, I'm, not, I'm not harassing some editor to drive down to Charlotte. It's, a, no, it's the worst drive on the planet.
1: I know. I'm, I'm just saying. Can't wait to see your one-on-one with Cam after the game. Yeah, HQ sure. camera. Get him up.
0: Hi, Cam. Um, give me a stool. Texans at the, oh, oh no. Texans at the Titans. Titans minus 10 over under 44 and a half. The Titans are your number one seed in the AFC. Having beaten the Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams, and Saints in a row, their last loss was to the Jets. Tennessee's kept the winning streak going without Derrick Henry. We have a pretty big game in two weeks against the Patriots. Pete, will Mike Rabel's crew get up for this division matchup? This look-ahead spot against a basement-dwelling Texans team.
1: I hate this game because if you go through a gauntlet like that, there's going to be a natural letdown. There has to be. However, that Texans team is brutal. <laughs> They're brutally bad. And so for that reason, I'll take the Titans, but I don't love this game in any way, shape, or form. I'll, I'll lay the 10, but I, in large part only because I'm not taking the Texans as much as anything because I do think – The gauntlet can wear on you, and and it'll be a real challenge for Mike Brable to get them up again this week.
2: I will take the Texans' best bet. I've been on the Texans too much, but I'm doing it again. Tyrell looked just as bad as Davis Mills last week, I know, but it's his first start back from a major injury. Those are tough Ask Russell Wilson. He looked terrible also. Um, we know Tyrod is much better than Davis Mills from earlier in the year, including that one half against the Browns um, So, and just his whole career. So uh, Tennessee is winning, but their offense doesn't look good. They're getting fortunate with turnovers and bad calls. They don't have the run game, which is how they, they've they had success in the past. Julio's on the, the IR, so they got one guy to defend in the passing game. And they have a look at spot. Like you said, a trip to New England and then the bye. This feels like a clear letdown spot versus a team they know they should beat. Texans are going to come out, going to be competitive in this game. Titans won't be ready for it. Their offense, uh, I just don't see them covering a huge number against anybody because with how they've looked the last few weeks. So, uh, love the te- Texans here. Get it at 10.5. It's 10.5 at Caesars right now, but I have it as a best bet at plus 10 also.
1: RJ, if the, if the Texans don't cover, are you giving up on them? Is this the last time you're going to take them?
2: There's always a number in a spot. This is this is less about loving the Texans than it is. Titans shouldn't be favored by ten with that offense against really anyone. So I mean, if you give me Texans plus seventeen against a, a team that also doesn't have a good offense, then I'm gonna be like, yeah, we we think that team's good, but but I, there's always a number to take with these bad teams.
1: They,
0: they, hey, they, they, hey! They, hey, they, hey they, you know what, Pete? Pete uh, Cam right. Newton's playing this week. We got a. Uh, Feels like it's 2017 all over again. RJ is just betting on the the 2017 Browns every week, <laughs> just refusing <laughs> refusing to give up on the Browns.
1: I I actually understand his rationale behind this because I I nearly lean that way in large part because I think the again I go back to when you play that many games in a row against good teams, you're, it's only natural to have a letdown against a crappy team. Well, you know what? I got the Texans as a best bet, too. Uh, the Titans uh, offense has actually
0: dropped. Uh, take them off. <laughs> no, way. We're hot. I'm hot. I'm feeling it. Seeing the board. Yards per play for the te- te- Titans. Despite this, like, winning streak, since Derrick Henry left, has dropped from 5.4 to 4.0. They also have seen their yards per game drop from 377 to 229. I mean, that's a massive dip. Third down percent, Third down conversion rate, 43% to 29%. Goal to go, goal to go efficiency, 93% to 83%. The biggest concern for me here is AJ Brown's stat line. I mean, he has absolutely truck sticked the Texans every single timeout. 27 catches, 447 yards, and five touchdowns in four games. If you're looking at DFS, Tannehill, AJ Brown, and uh, Brandon Cook stacks make a lot of sense. You could also maybe even sneak Tyrod and-
1: by the way, those those two Henry list games came against the Rams defense. And the Saints' defense. I mean, I mean, I mean some weird stuff, right? Some weird
0: stuff happened. I'm just, I'm just. Look, the Texans are bad. the The Patriots sort of loom as one of the big challenges for the Titans trying to get that number one seed. And that's two weeks from now. It's Vrabel against Belichick. You can't tell me he's not. It's not least on his mind. I know you're not. I no, NFL teams don't look ahead. He sees that game on the schedule. I mean, that's his old boss. I mean, yeah, you know, he's he's playing Belichick. It's an AFC rival.
1: If he takes care of the stiff teams on his schedule, he's gonna have the number one seed anyways.
0: Yes. I this is just a prime look ahead spot. If you're giving me 10 and a half, I'm taking the Texans. The back door will be wide open. Can't wait for them not to come through. Dolphins, minus three at the Jets for under 44 and a half. What a um, you know what? I guess this game is probably on CBS, so I'm technically and contractually required to say what an amazing matchup between two afc east teams pete uh can't wait to see what the dolphins and tua do against the jets and checks notes joe flacco
1: yeah i don't understand going to joe flacco and and the whole explanation for it was well he's been around the league he'll see a lot he'll understand a lot more of the blitzes that the dolphins will throw at him what does it matter He's not. He's not going to play next year. You'd like to find out more about Mike White. The CV could be your long-term backup. I don't like that decision at all. Um, I think Miami defensively, they're playing very well, and so for that reason, I'll, I'll take Miami. I'm, I'm not taking the, I might never take the Jets the rest of the season. So I'll take Miami minus the points.
2: Well, I'll tell you why it matters, Pete. If the Jets lose this game, they can kiss the playoffs goodbye. You got to get this win. <laughs> <laughs> Must, this is a must-win game for the Jets. I think we can all agree. Must-win, must-win game. Just can't, cannot afford a loss here. No, Miami had a mini buy to get healthy after the the Thursday night game, and it's it's better than a regular buy, I think, at this point because you don't have that break where you're not practicing and getting away and come back rusty. You know, they just got a few days off to get healthy. That's big for Tua because we know he came into that game not healthy. They didn't start him in that game. Um, Miami's defense was atrocious earlier in the year. That secondary got healthy, and they've had a strong stretch since then. Uh, Nor- the Jets' the defense. Was, is, and always will be atrocious, the way they're playing. Um, I don't know what Robert Siles is doing with that unit, but at 45-plus points allowed in three of the last four, they are just getting steamrolled by every team. Mike White's season turned out to be a mirage, um, so now it's Joe Flacco season because apparently he's seen a blitz, and you, you <clears throat> Mike White hasn't, so you can't get him that, that uh, exposure, apparently, like Pete said. I was aggressive moving Miami up in my power ratings. Um, cause every time I wanted to stop and say, okay, they're I took them from six points worse than an average team to four. And then I'm like, well, four is the, the level of like a Chicago. And I'm like, I think in a neutral field, I'm taking Miami. So I had to move them up to three and three was a level of another team that I'm like, I'm taking Miami. So I landed at two, which is where I have Denver right now. I think Denver's on their way down. Felt about right. And, uh, there's value on, on Miami line to me at minus three because the jets are awful. So I have Miami as a best bet at minus three, get it before it gets to three and a half.
0: I, I don't have a best bet on it, but I, I, I spent way too much time last night trying to talk myself into taking the Jets as a home dog of plus three. Makes no sense. The Jets are terrible. Joe, Joe Flacco is starting for the Jets. Like, Robert, like, is is it because Joe Flacco never lost to Rex Ryan? Is that why Robert Sala's is trotting this out? I the way, Did you see that feud? What is, what is, Rex is, go away, Rex. I mean, I know he works for ESPN on a, I mean, like, I know he's not going away, but like, He's like, he's been squatting on this imaginary straw man beef with Robert Sala for like nine months. And now he's I just, understand that he's like, don't compare that guy to me. This guy's team sucks. You compare him to me. What are you doing? It's like, Rex, like, you're not getting the job again, man. Give up the ghost pal. You're just go do your tanning beds and do get up with greenie. Um, I, I, I took the dolphins as a pick, but I can't, I, just, I can't make anything in this game of best bet, but I, I think, it's a good, I think it's a good pick, RJ. It's just a terrible game. I'm, I'm going to fade Joe Flacco for all of eternity at his age against a decent defense and a Miami team that, even if they're not going to make the playoffs, which they're probably not, but they can kind of secretly claw back in, they have a little motivation not to give up a top five pick. Lions at the Browns. Fun fact. Actually, you know what? I'll let you guess. If you've seen the research notes, don't do it. Don't, don't guess.
1: Well, I've seen the research notes.
0: Do you know what the Lions' all-time winning percentage against the Browns is?
1: I saw the research notes. Do you know what it is? (laughs) Seventy-nine percent. Seventy-nine percent. That's okay. I don't know if maybe you didn't look.
0: Maybe you saw a packet and you just threw it aside. That is insane. The Lions have won seventy-nine percent of their games against the Browns. The Lions have. I mean, that's obviously the highest percentage ever for this miserable, miserable franchise. I mean, imagine losing eighty percent of your matchups to the Detroit Lions. That, that's pathetic. The Browns haven't beaten them since 2001. The Browns are
1: now double-digit favorites, Pete. And how many times have they played since then? I don't know.
0: I don't know. They are won 79.2%. Right do the Detroit. Browns get it done? Do the Browns finally extract the revenge against the Lions? I hate laying,
1: yeah, I hate laying this big number. I really do. But I'm going to because I think the Browns will get back on track and the lions last week they competed kudos to them they played well but that's mason rudolph you know whoever plays quarterback for the browns whether it's banged up baker mayfield or Keenum, they're better than what bake that what mason rudolph is so i i'm going to take the browns i don't love the game but i will lay the 11 and a half i'm not taking the lions
2: are the 11 and a half points better than what mason rudolph is cuz that's what you need to cover after you tie you know a bad bad uh you know terrible lions team uh jerry goff dealing with an oblique injury i was loving the chance to come on here and talk about david blau and then they they uh tim boyle tim boyle getting the, the what's wraps reps at number one so i was like why well, you got to do this to us lions you got to take away the one thing we liked about your team uh to talk about so um <laughs> is there going to be a drop I'm out on dan campbell. he said he said no blau
0: he said he's going to tim boyle i'm out on dan campbell
2: Terrible. So, I mean, is there really going to be a big drop-off from Goff to, to one of those guys that moves the line At the way Goff's playing, I don't know that you, you should really move the line. number is so high, I don't see value laying it with the Browns. So it would really be Lions or, or, or nothing to me. Um, so I would kind of lean to the under, expect no, no real points to be scored the way that Cleveland offense looked. Um, but if Goff is out, there's no guarantees back for Thanksgiving either. Lions are only plus three against Chicago. That's a much better line to, to, to take advantage of. I'll lay the three with Chicago there. So consider that look-ahead play if you can put your look-ahead bets in. at Chicago – just kind of fading uh, the golf injury and not wanting to rush him back if he misses this game.
0: I actually have the Browns as a best bet, and I thought I'd put all my notes on this game into the rundown. I guess it's in my picks column, Uh, but I will just point out, I believe, as I scramble to find out what the Cleveland weather is going to be, that I I think it's going to be really bad weather on Sunday in Cleveland. Yep, it's going to be rainy and 46. I think I may have even written that Jared Goff can't play. In bad weather. You know what? Tim Boyle can't play in bad weather either. I need to go edit that. Um, golf. I would prefer in bad weather against Miles Garrett. Either way, it's going to be a ton of wind, a ton of rain, cold as hell. The Lions are 08 and one and they're going up against a team with a really good offensive line, and Nick Chubb is coming back, and Nick Chubb is going to go nuke in this game. The, the, the Browns are going to run the ball a ton, the Lions are going to get down. They're going to be forced to try and throw the ball a bunch, and it's just going to be a disaster in this kind of weather. Again, with Miles Garrett coming after, whether it's Goff, Tim Boyle, or David Blau, who doesn't matter. They, they, somebody's getting hurt by Miles Garrett in this game, and that defense is maybe takes it to the house. I, I like the Browns as a best bet here, just because of the way the two teams set up with Cleveland's aggressive run, run, run offense and that pass rush. This is a this is a bad spot for old Tim Boyle. Tough. Uh, Tough, tough position that that Dan Campbell's putting him in. Throw David Blau out there. Bengals, minus one at the Raiders, over under 49 and a half. The Las Vegas Raiders, after John Gruden resigned, they won two straight games. They've sort of, errors come out of the blue a little bit, Pete. Last two games, rough performances by the Raiders, averaging just 15 points per game. Now they're in, I mean, is this a must-win game at home against a fellow AFC wildcard contender?
1: Uh, The Bengals didn't exactly play their last two before the bye either. I mean, they they were bad too. So uh, it's a a matchup of two teams that are not playing well. Uh, I'll take – I know the Bengals probably be a little bit more rested, but I'm going to take the Raiders in this spot. I don't – again, this is a tough game for me. I had a hard time with it, but I'll take the Raiders plus the one, plus the small spot here
2: rested or rusty because you know if these buy teams come out and they don't play well um you know Bengals could be succumbed to that too it was an awful week for vegas there's probably value playing them if the market boosts the line just you know playing overrating that bad week versus what the Bengals did before their buy i think it could come down to turnovers car has a much lower interception rate than burrow so i would like to have the car side of that if, if this game comes down to turnover especially with him at home not having to deal with the crowd noise there i don't think Cincinnati's going to mobilize to to take over vegas for this game so my lean would be to the vegas, to to Vegas at plus one hoping to get a little bit better number
0: well, I got the Bingles here I've been thinking on a lot of chalk this week what could, what could go wrong Look, um, the, the Henry Ruggs thing I, again and by the way he, he didn't show up for a sobriety test which is come on man like you know I mean I, I, like I know things are bad but you gotta you gotta you gotta show up and do do what you're supposed to do and I, I realize that there's a lot of concerns with that in general but from a, like from a pure football perspective, his like his absence is being felt the last two weeks. Like that, this team is
1: well, not. Deshaun st- Jackson runs into the end zone. It's not being felt.
0: Yeah, my best. Yes, that's true. But I mean, that's sort of the thing, right? Like Deshaun Jackson is old and ran the opposite way and fumbled the ball. I mean, that's part of the problem. No, but
1: I mean, he, in terms of deep speed, he got open and had a big play, and he just messed it up.
0: Derek Carr's yards per attempt has cratered. Like two point six yards per attempt since over the last two games. And they haven't played you know, they played the Chiefs and the Giants. He's it's another
1: like, one, he's another one who curls up at times, too.
0: Yeah, you think? When he yeah. when he's running hot, people love to get up. I mean, yeah. It, yeah it, you know, wrong. I mean,
1: Everybody's wrong about Derek R, and then, then he when it's time to play, I'm proving everybody
0: play. wrong, and they'll scrape Right. Yeah. Um, I got the Bengals. I the Raiders defense I, I think the Raiders. I think those two games after Gruden resigned with the Rugs thing going on, they got they they got as much going as they possibly could, pulled off two really impressive wins. And it's just it's just asking too much. And I mean, at a certain point, that's too much attrition for your team to deal with when you lose your number one receiver and your head coach in back to back weeks under completely impossible to comprehend circumstances, like unprecedented circumstances. And so this is I don't necessarily trust the Bengals. But I do like Zach Taylor's craps habit. So uh, I will go Cincinnati here. Not as a best bet, but I like the Bengals. Cardinals, final game. Swipping whipping through these, Pete. Feels like uh, time flies when you're having fun, doesn't
1: it? It really does.
0: <laughs> Cardinals minus two and a <laughs> half at the Seahawks over under 48. Kyler Murray is trending towards playing. We're recording this on Thursday afternoon. Very early for the West Coast, so we won't know exactly what Kyler's status is for Thursday or Friday. Obviously, that will impact the line. Also, you know, a lot of questions are being asked about Russell Wilson and you know how quickly he can come back from this hand surgery that clearly impacted his performance last week. Pete.
1: Yeah, he did not look good, and passes were sailing and and being thrown all over the place. You know, I joke with Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn said, "Well, it's you know his finger injury. You can't you can't throw the ball the way you'd like to." Uh, and I told Brady, I go was his finger in front of his eyes because he threw in about double coverage for interceptions twice. Uh, so I just didn't think he played well. He looked he looked uncomfortable. I'm going to take the Cardinals. The Cardinals get Murray back. They were as soon as they fell behind last week, they quit. They quit last week, and they knew their quarterback wasn't there, and they quit. They'll rally around this game. I'll, I'll take. I don't love this game, but I'll take Arizona in the points.
2: Yeah, Russ looked awful after rushing back. I think he'll improve moving forward. Obviously, he's too good a quarterback just to expect him to play awful each week. Um so yeah, who is starting I a mean, quarterback I'm sorry,
1: Arden, I mean I meant this I meant to say Arizona minus the points, my bad.
2: You're fine. Arizona minus points. Um so It'll Kyler in practice the points if Kyler doesn't play. Probably, yeah. Kyler did practice on Thursday, though. This, uh, the reporters on Twitter said he was out there on the practice field, so it looks like he is going to play. He might be doing it less than 100% too, so he might have a Russell Wilson game if he's rushing back here. We know he really struggled with injury last year when he played um, coming back from injury. Um, absolutely a must-win game for Seattle. they got to do everything they can to win this game, can't afford to lose it. Um, Arizona, I think, is more worried about getting healthy. Uh, obviously, they do want to win the game, rival, um, on the road, in Seattle, tough environment. Um, I would lean to Seattle plus two and a half, but we got to know more about the hell status of some of these guys before, before we're going to play this one.
0: Yep. Agreed. I mean, you, you can't make a bet on this game until you know about Kyler Murray unless now if you for some reason you think Kyler is not going to play and the Cardinals have been pretty obnoxious about the whole Kyler Murray DeAndre Hopkins stuff over the last two weeks like they've run it up until game time and I think that's probably Kingsbury trying to do some sort of injury report gamesmanship which is, yeah, you know, it's fine but you know, whatever like Cool. If you want to run it up till Sunday, do that. They have a bye after this week. Kyler's dealing with shoulder, hand, and like a lower body injury, I think. Like, isn't he? I mean, he's got like multiple injuries. You are, you're, you're you're sort of leaking water if you're Arizona, but why would you not sit Kyler for this game, try to steal one against a banged up, questionable Seahawks team, and then get to your bye? And you've got Kyler with a full four week rest. You're in a division race. You're in a division race now. I, I know, but I mean, if Kyler yeah. gets hurt,
1: then well, if Kyler see, gets seriously injured, it's all over. I don't think I don't think they'll clear him until he's capable of playing. So I play him. Okay.
0: Okay. Look, Russ banged up with the hand thing is a problem. Kyler banged up is a problem too. I mean, we saw it last year. He's not accurate. He doesn't run very well. And no, so I'll take this. I'll take the Seahawks catching the points here. Um, I'd like the Seahawks on the money line as well. I think Seattle wins the game. Outright, uh okay. So, are we going to add uh what Packers minus three to our yeah. can't uh, hit, won't, can't stop, minus, can't hit, won't hit minus Marlay. two? Packers minus, minus two.
2: two excuse me. Yeah, or Dolphins, but I think you guys like Packers more.
1: Um, I
0: like the Dolphins. I could be. I like the Dolphins. I might like Dolphins
2: more. All right, that's I think those the are the, really the only two cons- consensus ones for us. So it's one of those two. No,
1: I feel we're like- trying to get even. We're trying to get even this week. We're going with a four teamer.
2: Should we
0: go four teamer? Let's go four teamer. Oh, it's definitely gonna win then. Yep. All right, add yeah. the Packers to Debo. We're going four team parlay. That's right. Ten weeks in, the can't hit, won't hit parlay is over ten. So we're we're going four teams. Turn it up to four. Steelers plus five and a half. Saints plus one and a half. Dolphins minus three and Packers minus two. I am also curious very quickly to see if you don't mind. So we got the Saints, right? Saints money line. Dolphins money line. What else, do I need to add the Packers money line only minus 125? That's not too bad. Steelers and the Steelers Sunday night money line plus 230. That is a pays out 18 to one on the money line for those four teams. I, I will be betting that this weekend. I may bet that right now. It's cashing four and oh in that parlay. Here are the best bets. Recap Pete Prisco's best bets, Jaguars. Oh, look at all the. Pretty dogs on here. I'm barking,
1: aren't
0: I? Some ugly dogs on here. Jaguars plus six. Steelers plus five and a half. Giants plus 11. Bears plus four and a half. I mean, those are some just truly great NFL football teams you got back in there. I like it. Packers minus two. And Pete also has a Bills and Saints teaser, which I love. RJ's best bets. Dallas plus two and a half. Pittsburgh plus five and a half. Washington plus three and a half Miami minus three Houston plus 10 some beautiful dogs there as well New Orleans plus seven and a half and Dallas plus eight and a half in a teaser which I also like the Saints and look at look at all this chalk I got going Texans plus ten and a half yes my best bet sent it at four p.m. but they were on my notepad
2: 12 hours earlier instance, a little half point extra on te- Texans I see From the line that got sent out. Give me 10. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
0: I was just going by Caesars, man. Texans plus 10. I didn't even I just looked at the odds page. Texans plus 10. Saints plus two. Bills minus seven. Browns minus eleven and a half. and a half.
1: Packers minus two.
0: Packers minus two, not minus two and a half. See, three
1: for being late.
0: Chiefs (laughs) minus two and a half. And the Steelers plus five and a half. Not six. And
1: now
2: end show saints one and a half right
0: yeah, yeah one and a half.
2: saints one and a half yeah Saints went out right doesn't matter they're playing now i track. see why his record's so good the last two weeks he's shaving half points hey, off he, here he, and
1: there. Well, he goes you know what he does and you know what he does he goes back in after the fact we never oh, see yeah. we don't ever have a document with his picks on it
0: this you're literally looking at a document with my picks right on now it. we do Usually we don't. None of the games have been played. How does that benefit
1: me in any way? It's not like I'm doing it on Monday. Because Debo, usually I look at the document. I can go back to the one from last week. Yours weren't on it. Yeah, I send it around 1230. I can't. Yeah,
0: I usually send my, I usually have mine and then I don't send them. And then I'll be like, like, okay.
1: You don't go back and put them in there, Debo. Not on the email, no. They're on the actual document though.
0: Look, do you think that, look, first of all, I'm like 13 games below 500. So I'm not cheating.
1: I'm not saying you're cheating. I'm just saying we'd like to see your picks before the before the show. Do you want to see my picks? <laughs> They're
2: pretty bad. Well, I kind of like the surprise. Home. When yeah, he said like best bet and it was Texans-Titans, I'm like, oh, I love my Texans pick now. And then he said Texans. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I, I need to rethink what I was <laughs> – my, uh, my handicapping. <laughs> well, when,
1: uh, he, when he was at –
0: couple – I said, we're going to break coming up afterwards. Uh, RJ and I are head to head on a best bet. <laughs> RJ's like, yes. Yeah, that's already, no. No, RJ's like, <laughs> good. That's good. Um, all right. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. And of course, wherever you find your podcast. If you have questions about your bets, hit us up on Twitter at Will Brinson. And you know what? Everyone should, and if you have lined up advice for your fantasy football team, this is a crucial time of the year. I want you to tweet at Prisco CBS with your no. questions about your lineup, your fantasy lineup. Not, any, any, any minor move, like should you drop a the Jaguars defense for the Saints defense? I tweet promise me. you,
2: if you tweet me, I'm blocking you. All right. Tweet. What you should do though. With your fantasy questions Sunday, uh hashtag ask FFT, FFT, They answer everybody's questions on Twitter for hours before the game. So get your get your line of advice that way. Um, they'll be on HQ, they'll be doing that kind of thing too. It's one of my favorite, but, um, it's
1: one of my favorite segments every week. Not. Yes.
2: not hashtag ask hashtag ask FFT on Twitter. That's that's the way you get your line of advice, not Pete. That
0: is that is actually a good point. They will answer every single question. Okay. We
1: do, we answer every one. Start.
0: Sounds amazing. amazing. Start, Hit. sit.
1: No, that's not part of the show anymore. Start. Sit. Sit. Start. No, (laughs) no more of that. All right. Thanks
0: for listening. Thanks for watching. We will see you guys. Okay. Picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste
2: another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.